I'm Tom Scioli, and this is who I am. guest today is comic book artist Tom Scioli, whose works include Aid Opus, American Barbarian, Satan's Soldier, and Transformers vs. G.I. Joe. He's currently working on the Superpowers backup in Cave Carson, has a cybernetic eye for DC Comics' Young Animal line. Tom, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks. And Tom, you um, you started creating, is it um, Aid Opus was your first book that you put out, is that correct? Uh, yeah, the myth of eight opus. Mm-hmm. And how did that come about? Um, it uh, sort of grew out of just some uh, like uh, mini comics and and self published uh, Xerox things that I was doing in in the late nineties uh, while I was in college. Um, I was doing uh, some animation and just you know trying my hand at a bunch of different things uh, uh, like like you do in college. And, um, I, uh, just, that was my sort of, it it, it grew out of just some, just playing around with comics. And, uh, um, I, you know, done a couple of different, you know, sort of science fiction kind of things and then eventually arrived at that Mm -hmm. and, uh, then submitted it for, uh, consideration for the Xeric grant, uh, which I ended up getting. And then, and then I was able to, um, you know, self publish it and, and, uh, distribute it through diamond, uh, uh, for, for a few years. Okay. And, um, when was this? Oh, oh yeah, it was, um, late nineties. It was, um, probably like, uh, 98 or 99 were sort of like the early, um, you know, like, um, uh, just sort of like the, almost like the prototype versions and, uh, uh, the, the, like, finished comic that was uh, distributed uh, widely was uh, yeah it was probably 2000 mm-hmm. and then um, when did you start working on American Barbarian American Barbarian was probably like um, like uh, 2008 so it was a while it was um, uh, I, I'd, I'd spent like the years in between working on Godland for Image Comics with Joe Casey uh-huh. and, uh, uh, you know, did that for a while and, and just kind of picked away at different things, um, in the background, uh, over that time. And, and American Barbarian was, was one of those things. And, and, uh, it was probably sometime in like 2008 that I decided to like, you know, really, uh, you know, take, take a stab at that and, and really like, uh, turn American Barbarian into something. And, and it's probably like another two or three years before, I had like a, like a story that I, I, you know, felt really good about and then, and then just like jumped into the, into making it into a web comic. Uh-huh. Do you enjoy the, the web comic process? Is that something that you, you've enjoyed or? Yeah, quite a lot, quite a lot. It, um, it, um, it, I haven't done a web comic in a few years, uh, just because I started doing like work for hire uh-huh. and I, I, I tried to, you know, convince them to, 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 let me run the various, uh, comics on, you know, online, but, uh, you know, before, uh, you know, for, uh, as web comics, but it just, it, 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 uh, you know, never, never quite happened. Um, 
but yeah, the, the, the webcomic process is really great. It's, it's, it's addictive because you get, um, you know, instant feedback mm-hmm. as you're, uh, creating the thing. It, it, it really, it, it really is a lot of, a lot of fun. It, it, and it, it kind of fuels the process for me. It, it energizes me in a way that I don't quite get when I'm just sort of, uh, toiling, uh, you know, sort of silently, uh, on something, you know, and, and, you know, doing it for, for like, for my, my editors or, or for my collaborators, but then, you know, not, you know, there's that long gap between completing something and then, and then having the public see it. So, so, right. um, yeah, yeah. Web comics is really, that's, that's the, that's the purest, uh, rush. Right. And you, you, um, so the, was, was the intention always to have it published at some stage though? Or did it just naturally go into that when you, had Oh yeah, before? always. I, no, I mean, I always sort of envision these things as books, as, as, you know, you know, printed physical books. And then, um, you know, the, the, the web version is just sort of, um, like a way of, of getting it there. And, 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 uh, and it was, uh, like doing a webcomic was something I sort of adopted as a matter of necessity. Like I realized that that's, that's really how you build an audience. Like it's, you know, it's, it's, it's really difficult to build an audience any other way. And, and, uh, but then once I, once I started doing it, I, I, you know, fell in love with, with that, that web comics process and, and form. And I'd like to return to, uh, web comics soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where does, um, uh, Satan soldier fit into this? Was that, uh, before American barbarian or is that something that, you that was, that was after, it was after American barbarian. After I finished American barbarian, um, I, uh, um, like I had produced American Barbarian relatively fast compared to other things I'd done before. I sort of had sort of like a streamlined process and I was trying to make things that were more, uh, gestural and, and, and less, uh, labored, less, um, uh, I, I don't know what the, what, what the word is, but just things that, that were more direct. Mm-hmm. And, um, after I finished American Barbarian, I wanted to do more things like that. So I did a thing called final frontier, which was, you know, sort of like a superhero, uh, uh, story that was kind of loosely connected to American barbarian and, and, um, like used sort of that same process of, of just like producing things very fast, um, coloring it myself. Um, and then after I finished that, I, um, that's when I, I started doing Satan soldier and Satan with Satan soldier, I'd sort of stripped down my process even more. Like it, it, um, it had gotten like just really, really raw, just drawing directly in pencil and, um, you know, making panel borders just by folding the paper mm-hmm. and then allowing, you know, those creases and, and, and scuff marks and, and things in, in, into the, into the finished product. And I, I really liked that aesthetic. I, I, I really, you know, felt that that was, um, you know, that was a direction I, I, I wanted to, to move in and, um, uh, and, and that sort of, you know, that, that process sort of carried over into my, uh, Transformers and GI Joe work. But, um, right. that was, uh, I, I felt like that was about as far as I could push this like raw stripped down aesthetic that if I pushed it any further, it might, um, just stop being legible, you know, you know, like, like, you know, how far can you push it? I, I, uh, it, it, 
like I was doing a lot of experimenting at the time too, just, um, uh, you know, just trying out different things like, mm-hmm. um, you know, doing like a, like a short comic here, a short comic there. I, I didn't really, I didn't really know like what, what my next like sort of like big important, uh, you know, project, uh, was going to be. And, mm-hmm. and American Barbarian, I mean, um, Satan Soldier kind of grew out of one of those experiments. It was something I was just doing as an experiment, but as I was working on, it, I was like, Oh, you know, I feels like there's more, you know, really something to this. So, so I, um, you know, sort of like, you know, saw it, saw it through, uh, to the end. And it ended up being like, uh, I think like 300 some pages right? by the end. Right, and you um, you've collected them, and in the, in the, it's the, that nice kind of um, uh, like they're just just folded pages and stapled together and and, and put together in that like real raw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hand, handmade mini comics, and I printed exactly. them. Uh, this was like another just sort of experiment. I printed them on um, on like iridescent paper. Uh, this like pink paper that that almost kind of like sears your eyes to look at and it, it hmm. kind of it, it um ended up ha- having like the, the aesthetic of, of something that just you know is like sort of red hot like 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 a comic book printed in hell or something and mm-hmm. and um just you know it just really worked uh beautifully like like it, it was just sort of the right um fusion of of uh like like form and function it it, it it you know just fit the that particular project and and just you know looked really good and and it was just you know pretty much accidental you know just sort of like right. oh I wonder what it would look like if I use this and and it was like oh that looks great. <laughs> um, how did uh, Transformers and GI Joe come around? You mentioned that briefly. Well, um, that was um, uh, I mean you know after doing all these sort of you know web comics and. Uh, experimental things. And so I, I, I wasn't quite getting the results that I wanted just sort of career wise. Like I was getting, um, sort of, uh, you know, a lot of like, you know, critical attention and, and, um, you know, sort of, you know, building a, a fan base with it, but it, mm-hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't really, uh, you know, translating into, um, like a livelihood, like, a, and, and I just sort of, you know, and I got sort of frustrated with that. And, and so, I decided, well, you know, like comics, comics is, is, you know, this art form, this, this, uh, community, you know, it's all these things, uh, that I'd been sort of, uh, you know, part of for, for a lot of years, but, but, um, also comics is, it's, it's a business. There's, mm-hmm. there's this other thing called comics where like, you know, you, you do, uh, you know, work for hire and then they pay you money for it and you're able to make a living. And, and that's, you know, sort of the dominant business model. So I thought, well, let me just try that. Let me just try, because all these, all the, all these years, I, I mean, the last time I had sort of sent a submissions package to a publisher was, um, you know, back in, back in like maybe 2001, like, but, you know, right. uh, everything I'd done since then, just sort of things that fell in my lap or, or experiments that I did. But I thought, let me just really, you know, just, you know, uh, uh, hit, hit the pavement and just like, you know, just like, you know, try to drum up some work. So I submitted, uh, uh, things to various companies and I, I submitted things just follow following the submission instructions of IDW and, Mm -hmm. uh, then, uh, John Barber contacted me and, and said, yeah, we'd like you to do some covers. And so I, I, I did a few covers and then, uh, it, it wasn't long at all before he said, you know what? Um, I, 
I was in the bathtub and I just had this vision <laughs> of like Transformers and GI Joes uh, on Cybertron, you know, done like in your style. And like, do you, would, would you want to work on something like that? And I was like, Oh yeah, no, that would be, that would be perfect. So, so that, that's sort of the genesis of it. Right. And did you change anything in your approach when you started that project or? Uh, yeah, I, um, I mean, cause talking to, uh, to John, he was, uh, really like a fan of some of my earlier things like, um, like myth of eight opus where mm-hmm. I was in sort of like a full on Jack Kirby mode. Like he, he really liked those and, and he wanted, uh, you know, he wanted something like that, something like in the full on Kirby mode. And I, I, I had sort of like moved out of that. Like I, I still, my work still has like a deep, uh, Kirby, uh, obsession or, or, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it. But I had sort of moved, like with a, a Satan soldier and th- I, I felt like I had sort of moved into a different aesthetic and I was like moving towards something like really different, but he, he was, you know, he, he really wanted me to, 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 you know, try to exercise those like Kirby muscles. So, uh, for the first issue of transformers versus GI Joe, uh, issue zero, I, I, I did the Kirby thing and, right. uh, and, uh, you know, and, and, and I like the results, but it, it, like I, I, like I was envisioning something else, something more. And then when I did, uh, the next issue, which w- was like issue one, um, the first page, I thought, well, let me just try that, appro- that other approach I want to do and just see, see how it looks. And it, um, so it was, you know, page one of issue one mm-hmm. and it just, um, I mean, it, it just like, in my opinion, it, it, it made, you know, every, everything I'd done up to that point sort of like pale it like like i'd sort of like reached a new level and it was like this this is really the way to go and and um as the series continued i felt like it got like visually it got you know closer and closer to that that like vision i had but it's um it's hard when you're starting a new project with a, a new company um and then also there's like a licensee involved, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's like a, a, a third party that has to like approve this and isn't sure and has never done something like, so, you know, you sort of have to, uh, you know, you have to prove yourself a little bit and, 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 uh, you know, I, I, I just kind of, you know, took that shot and, and, uh, went for it. And, and I'm, I'm really glad I did. And, and, uh, you know, as, as the series progressed, it, it, like, I, I'm really happy with what mm. it, what it ended up being right oh good and what, how much input did they have at, at the um the licensee end did they did they give you an outline and then let you run with it or was it more of a a back and forth relationship with them or no it, with that i mean their their involvement um was was minimal at, at the very beginning it was sort of like a like a touch and go kind of thing because because um like, you know, um, uh, I had the things that I wanted to do, uh, but it was, it was tough kind of convincing the licensee, you know, to, to, you know, let this person they ever worked with before, uh, take these, you know, take these pretty big chances. And, and, and they, they really, um, uh, they were, they, it took some convincing and, and, mm-hmm. uh, uh, John and, and the people at IDW did like a really good job of saying, no, you know, we, we believe in this guy, you got to give him a chance. And, uh, once the thing got going and it, and it, and it was a hit and, and, uh, uh, you know, that then they were, you know, it was like, I had their full confidence. And so, uh, from that point, and, and this, this was all sort of 
like a lot of the um, the doubts that they had were prior to the first comic being done. It was kind of like, uh, you know, we don't know. But but once you know, once once there were you know, once you could actually see the comic and 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 see this this you know vision I was trying to put across, then then they were on board. And uh, mm. any uh, basically like I'd submit my story and then occasionally they'd have a note or something say like, Oh, you know, and, and usually it was about just sort of content things of like, um, you know, you can't, uh, have the, you know, you can't have GI Joe or the transform. You can't have any of those characters swear hmm. or you can't have them, uh, naked or, uh, or this panel's too violent or, uh, you know, tone this down. It, it was things like that. And it was mm-hmm. very occasional. It was, it was, you know, maybe once per issue, or less, but, right. uh, mainly it was, you know, like I got to tell the story I wanted to tell. And, and on those occasions when they, uh, had like a note, I tried to take that as an opportunity to come up with something even better. And in, in almost all the cases, I, I actually like prefer what I came up with, hmm. uh, after they, you know, said, okay, you can't, you, you know, we can't, we can't have that in a, in a, uh, Transformers comic. Right. Mm-hmm. And I noticed, um, it, it seems to me that looking at American Barbarian and then Transformers versus G.I. Joe, it's like a, you said that you were trying a different style or a different approach to it. And it seems almost like a, the perspective has shifted. And it's very, it reminds me a lot of like Stanley Kubrick. And it's very um, like one point perspective. And you have these, these spreads and these pages where there's a lot going on, but it kind of fades away into the distance with more stuff going on as you look at the page and, and they seem. Yeah. To... I, it's, uh, it's interesting. You mentioned Kubrick because it is like one of the things that the transformers and GI Joe stuff that I did has that my previous work doesn't, uh, except for maybe Satan soldier is symmetry. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 uh, I really strive to, to, you know, make things sort of like symmetrical and balanced and, and, you know, put a lot of space between things. And it was, it was just, um, which to me is, uh, almost like the opposite of how Kirby is. Kirby was very, uh, his stuff was very asymmetrical and, uh, he would do these sort of like discordant compositions that sort of imply motion and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, energy and, and impact. And, um, the the sort of like that that um more like kubrick approach to uh transformers and gi joe i think kind of grew out of partly the um the the source material like the the old um gi joe comics by larry hama Mm -hmm. would have these uh compositions where the camera is really pulled back far and and it's uh you know there'd be a tank or there'd be a plane It it would be more about the larger um, movements of, of the troops or of, of, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, forces and, and, uh, and I guess like that, that does kind of make me think of like Spartacus, how there's, Mm -hmm. there's like a a lot of scenes in Spartacus where you just see these like, uh, columns of, uh, uh, Roman soldiers where the the camera's pulled back so far is you just see, you just see shapes. You just see like a rectangle, which is like, you know, like a, like a a legion. And and you see that rectangle, you know, change shapes and, and separate and and do different movements. And and it's just sort of, yeah, people on on that, on like a different scale than, than you're, you're used to um, in, in comics at least, or, or film for that matter. Mm -hmm. 
Did you grow up reading or, or watching the, the cartoons or reading the books of Transformers or G.I. Joe or both? Or? Yeah, not not reading any of the comics, just just watching the cartoons. Uh, the cartoons were definitely, you know, part of, you know, my you know, TV diet. I, I wish I would have read the comics, um, mm-hmm. especially in the case of, of G.I. Joe, because I, I, um, I really thought those comics were excellent. Uh, I've I read a couple in adulthood um and and enjoyed them but but when i you know got this job and started really like digging into them you know full on it it's it's really like a really great comic book mythology that 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 um you know like uh larry hama and his and his collaborators built uh it was there was a lot to play with um with transformers it was it was less so but i i like the basic concept of transformers uh, a lot like I, I I and and I, I loved the cartoon as a as a kid too I just mm. never extended it into, into the comics right and you you have a um, a movie adaption of the uh, Transformers G.I. Joe which is uh, it's, it's listed as the it's the the movie adaption of the comic series as if the the movie is been born from the comic series and you're doing the comic book adaptation of the, the movie. Yeah. Um, how yeah, did, exactly. w- w- when did that come about? Was that something that you'd, you'd planned after the initial, um, it was 13 issues, right? The initial run. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah was, so, was that something that was always planned out or was it something that they, they asked you to go back to it or you asked to go back to it? And it was, it was, um, like I had, it was an idea I had pretty early on, like, like maybe around the time that, um, I was working on issue three or four of, of, of the series. I, um, I was trying to come up with like, like I wanted to, in addition to doing the regular series, I wanted to do some comics where like maybe I just wrote them and then handed them off to, you know, another artist, mm-hmm. uh, you know, something, you know, somebody who, who, you know, I, I really want to work with. So I, I, you know, had some people in mind and, and, um, like uh, th- that one, I had kind—I of, had kind of written this thing. I was trying to write something for for Rob Liefeld to draw, and mm-hmm. and I, like I was kind of thinking, like, what kind of, you know, what kind of, what kind of things like sort of fit his aesthetic, and and like to me, his aesthetic is very um, sort of like um, blockbuster and and uh, uh, you know, sort of like movie inspired. And so then I got the idea. Well, what if I, you know, sort of had this conceit that that you know, they've made a movie out of, uh, this series and now we're doing the adaptation of it and, and, uh, almost like laying a roadmap for, for, you know, when, whenever they eventually do make uh, a movie out of this comic, Mm -hmm. uh, like a, like a roadmap for them to follow, but sort of treat it as if the movie's already been made. And then, and, and the ball just started rolling from there of like, um, just thinking about, uh, movie adaptations as a sub genre of comics. Uh, there's, you know, there's, there's, they're, they've you know been part of uh, uh, comic like comics for decades and, mm-hmm. and um, I remember like a lot of movies like Robocop and uh, the Michael Keaton Batman I remember seeing like reading the comic before I saw the movie like, right, like yeah. just wanting desperately to see the movie and the movie's not out yet so you, so you read the comic instead and and how it's a kind of like a different experience and and usually like super compressed mm-hmm. like I, I was really um, like falling in love with the idea of just compressing it, compressing and compressing. So this, this was almost like, okay, I can take this entire story that I'm planning to tell in, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 issue, you know, however many issues 
and just try to compress it into, uh, you know, into like one issue mm-hmm. and, uh, just, you know, the, it, it, it really came together in a really nice way. And I'm, I'm like, inc- I was incredibly proud of that script. And so we sort of always had it on the back burner. And I always thought like, if this series gets canceled prematurely, I'll just make that the last issue. Like if I don't get to set up all the little bits I want to set up to have it like end the way I want to end, I'll just run that as the last issue. And then um, when we, you know, sort of reached the conclusion of like the big story that I wanted to tell, I, you know, you know, we're, I was talking to, to, to John and we were talking about like, okay, what are we going to do for the last couple of issues? And I said, well, I, I have that script that I wrote for the, the thing. And, and um, you know, so we try to figure out like a way to fit it into the schedule. So then, you know, the, the, um, the thing that worked best for the company was to sort of, you know, end the series as intended with, with, you know, the big, the big finish and mm-hmm. then wait a little bit and then, you know, put this out as, as part of a, um, like they're putting out a bunch of like annuals, uh, around the same time. So just sort of, you know, slotted in with that, which, uh, you know, was, you know, worked out perfectly for me. And then I just kind of like, I had fallen in love with this script to such an extent that I thought, you know what, I don't want somebody else like like i want to draw it myself like it's 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 going to be so much fun to draw and and i i, I just like i'm too greedy i, I can't mm. i can't let somebody else have that fun so so i ended up drawing it myself and i you know just um like i felt like it was like a victory lap it was like just this like really fun script that i had uh you know waiting for me like after after i finish like the incredibly hard work of doing like a regular comic series to just have this like script where like I was perfectly confident in uh, of every element in it and I could just just enjoy the act of drawing mm-hmm. uh so so um yeah I, I I wrapped that up I guess like a couple weeks ago at this point and and it was it was just so much fun right yeah and now you're doing the um you also have the the superpowers backup in the Cape Carson has a cybernetic eye series how did that go around uh that was after I finished the the um last issue issue uh 13 of transformers versus gi joe mm-hmm. i um really didn't have any sort of thing lined uh lined up i was just kind of uh because i figured you know i was just putting all like all my energy into uh into that series i mean it was it was, you know it was just a ton of work just really really draining and like i just figured once i finish this i'll just you know i'll work on my creator own thing or see what happens and so um like I've been like after, after Transformers ended, I started working on, on my creator and thing, but I wasn't, you know, I wasn't quite on fire with the idea yet. I was still sort of, you know, it was still sort of gelling and, mm-hmm. and, and just starting to come together. And, 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 uh, then, uh, uh, my friend, uh, Ed Pisker, who does hip hop family tree, he said mm-hmm. to me, Oh, did you hear, you know, Gerard way? He has that line of comics. You should, you should, you should uh, do something, you know, for that. So, so I, I thought, Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's a great idea. So I just, I contacted Gerard and, and, I, um, you know, it was something like he was doing something. It was, it was at the, uh, young animals at DC. So mm-hmm. like sort of the go-to DC thing that I always had in my head was superpowers. If I ever did anything for DC, I'd do superpowers. So I said to Gerard, like, what would you think about me doing, uh, superpowers? And, and he's like, that's awesome. You know, let's, <laughs> you know, you know, figure out a, a way to make that happen. And, uh, so, so here it is. With the Transformers and GI Joe, was there always a plan to to do the uh, the big collection, the quintessential collection that is coming out? Was that always something that you'd 
you'd want it at the end of the run or is that something that that, that you just decided once it was all done that it needed to to have that whole volume out there i i mean i I, I had always planned it as like this sort of like big story, you know, like like a like a Watchmen or a, or a Dark Knight Returns, you mm-hmm. know, just this big complete story from start to finish that you can you can sort of sit down, you know, like enjoy in one sitting. So I yeah, I'd always had you know conceive of it as something that would eventually be like all under, uh, you know, in in one one package. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, like I, I always sort of had that the option open in my head of like continuing beyond that initial story, you know, Mm -hmm. but, um, I mean, by the time, by the time I got, you know, closer and closer to that end point of this like giant story, I was kind of like all, uh, all Hasbro'd out. Like I sort of, I sort of, you know, like (laughs) I'd sort of, um, I needed to like recharge my batteries before I returned to that, uh, you know, that sort of transformers and GI Joe world. So Mm -hmm. the, moving on to something else was, was sort of like, it was, it was very welcome by the time I, I reached the end of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And you, you, um, on your website, you, you have a lot of, uh, process work up. So, um, and it's always fun to see, to see the, 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 the thumbnails and the, the work that goes into each page. But is there, do you, do you have a set way of, uh, do, do you script and then go into artwork or is there, do you do the artwork first or how does it work for you? Well, I, um, I mean, for for GI Joe and for uh, superpowers, I just would just sort of go uh, into my sketchbook and just sort of free associate, just just you know throw down pictures, uh, bits of dialogue, and 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 I'd sort of uh, just like go through a bunch of comics. Like for for the Transformers and GI Joe, I'd just stack uh, get as many like Transformers and GI Joe comics as I could get my hand on, just read through them. And with the superpowers, I just took all my DC comics and it's just like going through them, going through them, mm-hmm. just trying to get into some kind of groove and, and putting you know, different ideas together. And, um, I'd like, I, I sort of do that for as long as I possibly can. You know, there were, there were maybe like three months before, uh, you know, from the time when, you know, Gerard said, okay, yeah, we're doing superpowers. Uh, there were like three months between then and okay. Uh, now you got to start, you know, you got to turn in the first script or mm-hmm. so I had three months to just kind of, play and 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 that's that's my favorite phase of making comics is to just you're just anything's possible mm-hmm. you, you're you know it hasn't quite taken shape yet so you're just you know you're you're playing and 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 just you know throwing every everything you can think of and uh and then once it's like okay we need a script then i start going through all that stuff and and try to herd it into into something you know just just take take all the sketchbooks full of stuff and just kind of read through it and try to, you know, form some kind of story. And then, um, eventually I reach a point where I just have to start drawing. Like I just feel this, like, you know, just this great need to start drawing. So I'll, Mm -hmm. I'll make, fold up some paper and and make like a little comic book version of the story I'm going to tell and then start, you know, drawing it in. And, and, and all of this is part of the writing process and then sort of look at that comic and, and say like, okay, is, you know, is this story working? Is it not? And, and, and just keep revising and revising and revising until I have a story that I'm comfortable with. And then, uh, just, you know, for this, for the sake of, of, you know, working with, with, uh, you know, editors and, and letting them know what I'm up to, I, you know, take that. And then I just sort of, you know, type up or, or write up, a a a script, you know, Mm -hmm. that's, um, 
that makes makes sense and you can sort of you know see what I'm up to and then start drawing the comic after that right mm-hmm. whose idea was it to do the 28 panel page in superpowers was that something you just wanted to try or did that just come about naturally from yeah it was um I mean like I wanted to it's it originally this uh, backup, it was going to be four pages. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, four pages, you know, see what I can do with four pages. But then I was told, oh, actually the, uh, I was told that the, uh, the backups, we, we decided the backups are actually going to be three pages, not four. So at that point I thought, wow, okay. Okay. Four pages is one thing, you know, four <laughs> pages is, uh, uh, you know, there's like tales of Asgard that are four pages, and things, mm-hmm. but three pages, I was like, Oh man, how am I going to do three pages? So, so yeah, just like the idea of like, okay, think of like dark Knight returns, you know, uh, four by four grid, 16 panels. And, mm-hmm. and so, um, just think about that. And then, um, like I was reading, uh, I was reading like a bunch of lone wolf and cub and like those lone wolf and cub collections there, that, uh, that dark horse, you know, put out like, I don't mm-hmm. know, like the 10, 15 years ago, they're like pretty small, but the, like these stories are really epic and really uh, grand and, and, and just really hit you. And, and, but if you look at the panels, the panels are really small. They're, they're, um, and, and the, the word balloons are small and the lettering, small. like they're incredibly small, but, but it doesn't matter. Like, like you're sort of pulled into that scale. And so mm-hmm. I thought, okay, I can make panels that are the size of like a lone wolf and cub panel. And what would that look like? on like a normal, you know, uh, 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 page of comics. Mm-hmm. Like what would that look like if you took that same size and just moved it onto like a, lar- a larger panel? And I looked at it and then at some point it, I was sort of like, well, okay, there's the four by four grid of Dark Knight Returns. There's a three by three grid of, of Watchmen and of, of Ditko. Uh, what, you know, and then I thought, what about seven by seven, <laughs> a seven by seven? And it just, it felt like it like magical or something like, like, like there's, there's magic in a seven by seven grid. And, and so then I, I did that, that, uh, the one page, uh, it was like a Batgirl page on the mm-hmm. seven by seven grid. And I, like, I, it just, um, like, I couldn't believe how well it worked. And, and I, you know, I, I had thought of it as just like, oh yeah, just like a one-time thing. I'll try a seven by seven grid, but I loved it. So I've, I've used it a bunch of times. Like it's, it's. Um, like I, like I think this, I think there really is magic in this, in the seven by seven grid. I, I think there is a power there mm-hmm. and, and, and I don't know anybody else that's done the seven by seven grid. Like it, it so I, I feel like it's, uh, you know, it's nice to sort of contribute something to the, uh, evolving, uh, art form and practice of comics. Right. <laughs> and, uh, where can people find your stuff, Tom? Well, uh, the superpowers backup strip runs in every issue of Cave Carson uh, issue four comes out. Um, uh, uh, I don't know when you're you're uh, posting this interview, but uh, Cape Carson number four comes out uh, Wednesday of this week, mm-hmm. uh, and it and it comes out. Uh, Cape Carson comes out once a month, and then in March, the uh, Transformers versus GI Joe quintessential collection, which is the hardcover collecting the entire Transformers versus GI Joe series that me and John Barber did, uh, comes out. That comes out in March from IDW, and then also. The Transformers versus GI Joe, the movie, the comic, comes out uh, that same month, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, the American Barbarian uh, trade paperback 
collection also also comes out in March from IDW. So it's it's uh, you know it's it's Tom Scioli month at at, <laughs> at IDW. There's, there's just a you know a bunch of a bunch of my stuff's all you know getting dropped at the same time. Excellent, and I'll put some links into the uh, the episode notes at the end. Oh, thanks. Perfect. Do you want me to link to your website as well? Uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 I mean, I feel like the best place is, is, uh, my Twitter. So if you could, uh, you know, put, put that in. Absolutely. Yeah. Just sure. at, at, at Tom Scioli. Okay. Excellent. Tom Scioli, thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Jamie. That's it for this episode. You can find us online at whoiampodcast.com and you can email us at whoiampodcast at gmail.com or phone at 818-308-4066. You can also find us on iTunes if you want to subscribe there. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Jamie Gamble, and that was This Is Who I Am.